Hey, welcome back to Granted. Uh, I would, it's been a long time since I've recorded. It's, it's all on me, guys, but I apologize. I do really enjoy this, but this is the first episode we've recorded in, I think, uh, possibly four months. So like a quarter of a year is crazy to think. So I have had this podcast for a while, and I've also been wanting to bring this guest on for a while. So I'm going to give a warm, warm welcome to my previous AAU teammate, Ryan Lowe. Hello, hello. So Ryan, give us a little background. Where are you from? What's your age, grade? Where do you go to school? Everything. All right. Well, um, I'm Ryan Lowe. I'm from Denver, Colorado. I go to East High School. Um, what else did you want me to talk about? I mean, I guess that's kind of it. I you mean, play basketball. It's yeah, no, I've been friends with Grant since, what, seventh grade? Yeah, it has been a long time. We, uh, we played baseball together. Yes, bro. And oh we played baseball. God. Was it baseball first, then basketball, or um, basketball first? That's actually a great question. It, I, don't, I think it basketball first, and basketball. then you came in to play baseball. Yeah, it was basketball, and then I kind of just followed your lead. I was like, yeah, no. I want to be with this kid baseball more. i got to play though. baseball. Yeah. I can't believe we played baseball. That, w- that was fun. Like, we weren't, like, super competitive, but, like, yeah, we just had a good time. That's actually a weird tangent. We should go into that. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, baseball, it feels so long ago, especially, like, watching our high school teams play. It's like, damn, I really used to play this sport yeah, for no, fun. I kind of like, miss it, like. Yeah. I see, like, kids I've played with before. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Maybe if I put more, like, time and commitment to it, I could be there right Who now, have so. you seen from the crush? I mean, Elliot, mm-hmm. Mamba. Like, I mean, there's some, like, it's not like I didn't, re- I played against them before, like, you know, some, like, just a lot of kids from East. I mean, I think I played before, like, against Cameron Emmons. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was on a different level, though. Yeah, he was. They he were was way always. better than us, but, like. Do you I know what team he played for? Slammers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember we would hate on, they were like, different. everyone would hate on the Slammers, though. Yeah, I mean. They were just annoying. Yeah. They were good, though, so that's why they were hated. Like, we were just some nobody team. but We were. We were just like a, fun. Like It was like a rec team, almost. Yeah, no. We were just there for a good time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you remember, uh, what was the coach's name? Oh, yeah. Will. Will Housman. Yeah. I saw him. I, I saw him the other day too. Oh, at yeah, his dad was super nice. We yeah. had such a good coach, and our practices were just like, they weren't bullshit, but like, yeah, no, we were like, we were. He doing made it stuff. fun. Like we were getting better, and it was fun at the same yeah. time. So like, I think one thing about our team, like we weren't like, we weren't like too. F- not, we were focused on baseball, but like we were also focused on having fun, and like it built up like a chemistry that yeah. was really good for the team. Exactly. Stuff. I actually haven't felt that in a long time. Like. The fun part mixed with the getting better part. I know, yeah. I know, I'm thinking back on it. I don't know that I've had that in a long time. Yeah, I mean, we only played up until eighth grade, but like, I mean, high school sports, it's a different level. Yeah, it really it takes is. a lot more commitment. Exactly. Kids are focused on like making it to the next level, like college. So. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to try and play senior year? Baseball? Mm, yeah. I'm deciding. I'm probably, I might try out. Like, I don't have any gear or stuff. Yeah, like, I got rid of all my stuff too. I do have a glove still, but. I'm thinking about maybe even joining track just for fun. It's either that because track I don't really need clo- I mean like gear except for like, No, the you just spikes. need some cleats. Yeah. But I mean baseball technically I only need cleats also cuz I have a glove and I could borrow someone's bat so like I think I'd be okay. You'd be fine. I think 
I would love to go watch a game. I know. That'd be fun. Are you going to trap? No, I don't feel like... Mm. So I miss it. I miss the people, but yeah. I don't miss the sport because I was always scared of the sport. Like That's true. I, d I think I'm like really rusty. Like I went to the batting cage like three months ago, maybe. Oh, really? And I could not hit the ball to save my life. <laughs> like I lost it all. I haven't touched a baseball since like yeah, eighth I, grade. I so. haven't either. I haven't played like catch in so many I know. Years, and I've thought about it. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I know because I was... um. I don't have my glove anymore, but like if I got a glove, I'd love to go play catch with anybody. We got we got play catch sometimes. Yeah, because playing catch is just a different type of therapy. It's I know. Like, you're just you just kind of enjoy. It. There's nothing much to it. You're just it's throwing peaceful, it back and forth. Yeah. yeah, like you don't even have to talk to your like your yeah. catching partner. You're just there. It's like it's I feel nice. like yeah, baseball represented a big, it was a big part of uh, both of our childhoods. It was. It when was. did you start playing baseball? Um, I started in I believe. Like before first grade, I was playing what? like t ball and stuff. Oh my like, God. my dad, like, my parents thought me choosing basketball over baseball was kind of like a bad decision, a bad decision just because of my size, you know. But, like, right. and like, yeah, I don't know how things would turn out if I chose baseball, but yeah, I've been playing. I think I started baseball before sure I did basketball, so yeah, it's kind of crazy. When did you start the were you in? Did you start the crush in sixth grade? Um, like I believe so. Yeah, sixth grade. That team starting like did they start that team in sixth grade or um, was it a thing before then? They already existed, and then I believe it was. Remember Jake Burnett? Yeah, he. I think he was. He's the one who like told me about it. I mm. think we both went to tryouts. And gotcha. then, wait, was it Jake Burnett? Maybe not, but he did because he didn't even play on the crush. So I don't know if it was Jake. Burnett yeah, that's or not. what I was saying. Is but. Someone told me about tryouts, so then I went, and then I guess it turned out pretty... Oh, no, it was Jace, obviously. Jace. Because I played basketball with Jace. I can't... Oh, my God. So, Jace left the day, the year before I got there. Because Jace's dad was literally the coach, Coach Ben. Yes. Yeah. And you, you guys didn't even like him. You guys didn't... Well, no, I loved him. He was, like, a good coach. He was just more serious. Yeah, he was... Yeah, and like, that's what I remember. We were actually really good when he was a coach. Like, we were up, like, triple A. Damn. And we were winning tournaments and stuff, and then once... One of our better players left. It started going downhill from there. But, like, we weren't, like, terrible ever. But Yeah. Like, I forgot. I always forgot because I got there, like, before you were actually, like, crazy like crazy good, honestly. Yeah, no. We used to be Like, winning good. winning AAA tournaments? Yeah, that that's was tough as shit. Some of the most fun things ever. Like, I still remember our first tournament that we won is off, like, a walk-off. What? And, like, there were, like, there's, like, two outs walk-off situation. Oh, my God. And I was so scared because I was on deck. Okay, so and I'm you, like, I can, I don't yeah, want to go to bed. That's too much pressure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the person hitting before me hits it, and then we walk That's off so and win wild. the tournament. It was, it was so fun. Yeah, I I also remember playing baseball my entire life. Yeah, but onto the onto the main sport. Yeah, the main sport that we both play is basketball. Yeah. So, I remember, I remember last year, and we've already talked about this, but I remember last year. Your goals were like you were kind of unsure if you wanted to play in college or not. Mm -hmm. So tell tell the people out there what your goals are now. I mean, now at this point, I just I'm not really focused on making it to college. I just more want to have fun, exactly, and get better. You know, yeah, have a good I mean, high school career. Exactly. I haven't even made varsity yet, which is kind of upsetting. Like yeah. the time and hours I put into it, but right. You know, I think there's a 
I'm going to get the chance next year and I want to yeah. like prove myself. You are going to get the chance. But like as far as college goes, I think that's just too big of a commitment mm-hmm. that like I don't think will like pay off that much in the far future. So, I mean, unless if I get like a full ride scholarship yeah. from somewhere, then I'm not going to try to pursue anything. That's like that. that's why we are the same because I remember, I was definitely convinced I was going to play in college. Yeah, me too. Like definitely. within a couple months ago it changed for me, which is weird. Like my, and honestly, it's super weird because my entire life plan like has completely shifted within a, within like a week span, like spring break and seeing big schools versus small schools, like D threes versus D ones. Yeah. That was the moment I realized like, this is not, this isn't what I want anymore. And that was like the goal leading up to from like sophomore year, so it was, it had been a year of like grinding exactly yeah. for that goal. Even if I wasn't going to get there, I was still had it in mind and now it's like completely changed and we're both just kind of trying to have more fun with the sport. Yeah, so. no. I think it's like sport of like the mindset you go into it with cuz like back in middle school like we weren't focused on becoming college basketball yeah. players. We had these dreams obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. We weren't worried about that, so we were just there having fun, getting better. But once you step into high school, it's like time to like oh you got to lock in now yeah, if you want to like get the coach's attention like mm-hmm. it starts freshman year like yeah literally. you have to you have to be an impactful player and like i think that just like messes with your mind like you're not focused on having fun anymore you're focused on like the grind and like it might be like mentally it like takes a toll and sometimes basketball might not be like fun anymore yeah and it's more like a like a job, sort of. Like, no, 100%. It doesn't feel good. Like, I just want to have fun at this point. Exactly. Because you know? I know, like, my basketball career, it's not going to be much longer. So I just want to enjoy the, mm-hmm. like, the, the moments it, you have left. Yeah. I think um, that's the hard thing about high school sports is I know a lot of people love the sports they play, but uh, something about, like, practicing every day, mm-hmm. that's, like, that's why it feels like a job. You have to go every single day. Or else you're not going to play. And that's the reality. Like, if you're not going to practice, you're not going to play. Exactly. Unless you're really true. good. So, it's like literally a job. Like, you are go- you show up every day to get better. Even if even if school sucked that day. Even if you got broken up with. Even if anything hard happened. You're going to practice unless it's like a, like a issue that you can't postpone. So, yeah. it really is like a job. And then that kind of leads me to transition into um your AU like memories and like what your AU experience is right now so for everyone listening AU is um basically just the club version of basketball so for anyone playing a different sport I know that your off season you still probably play the sport um that's what AU is is playing in the summer for a team basically you just play a bunch of tournaments so what AU team do you play for well, uh, currently I'm on the Colorado Magic. That's the the coaches are the assistant coaches for East mm-hmm. High School. Um, that team, it's it's fun. Like yeah, I think AAU. It's more about like just getting better, like individually, and mm-hmm. not focused as much on winning. So yeah. like the accountability and like the discipline. I mean, obviously that's important, but like it's less yeah stressed about in AAU compared to high school. So, like, we're given the green light. We can try new moves that'll help us get better and stuff. Like, the pressure is just a lot less. And I think, like, I'm playing with, like, a lot of unsigned seniors there. So, like, 
they might have a different approach to it than I do because, like, this is their last chance to mm-hmm. get that college offer exactly. and play. But for me, I'm just here, like, I'm playing against really good players who have, I believe, all have the chance to play college basketball. Right. And, like, I think that will really help my development. And like, 100%. I'm not, like, afraid to try new things against them. So exactly. Like, it's pushing me to another level, like, without having to, like, stress about anything. That's the cool part is what you told me is uh, you have a lot of freedom when you're on the court. Exactly, yeah. And playing against good players and you can and you have the ability to try anything, that's going to make you better no matter what, like playing better people. Yeah. And, yeah, I would have to agree AAU is just way more – way more fun than high school like I guess for me it actually hasn't been that way like I don't know that I've really had a good AU experience over Mm -hmm. my life yeah because I haven't really had that aspect of freedom that you're talking about yeah which kind of leads me to go to um Eurostar which was the team that Ryan and I played for together Mm -hmm. and with Eurostar we were just talking about how uh Eurostar, we would have tournaments every single weekend, and it kind of was more focused on, like, winning games. I remember our coach, Coach Aaron, would, like, he was still focused on winning games. He wanted you to get better, but at the same time, like, only certain players could throw up random shots. That's true. And people that were newer couldn't really do as much. So I think AU is the way I met you and Jake initially. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Which was which is I'm so grateful for that. But yeah. in terms of playing, I remember really not liking it, which is why I left Eurostar. Yeah, no, I understand that. Like, Coach Aaron's he's a competitive guy. Like, Super. he cares about winning more than other coaches. He does. Do, which yeah, I understand. Like, he's still a coach. He's gonna put his time into it. Yeah, you're gonna want to win and see your players succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know, it took time. Like when I first joined, you know, Coach Aaron, he 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 was on my ass. Like really a lot. Yeah. Like, I'd get cooked on defense, he'd yell at me, but, like, you know, at first it was tough, but, like, you realize, like, he's just trying to make you better. Right. And, like, once you can, once you gain his trust, like, show that you value, like, working hard and getting better, that's when he starts to trust you with these new moves. And, like, for you, I understand, because you, I think the time you joined at, it was a little later, because, like, I joined in, like, what? sixth or seventh grade Mm -hmm. i had time to actually gain his trust right you joined what what eighth grade eighth no seventh grade late seventh grade yeah see that's like a little tough because by the time you like settle in with Eurostar, you're already in high school Mm -hmm. there's already high expectations so like i think i don't know really how i would say it but like just timing is pretty important too like it was you were just kind of in an unlucky situation a little bit yeah um I think, yeah, it was just kind of the high demand. Like, even as a middle schooler, like, having tournaments every day, and it just felt like the goal was to go – it felt like we were trying to go D1 or something. Yeah. Like, we had no free time. Like, (laughs) we didn't have any free time at that point. Yeah. So it was just kind of – that was why I ended up leaving. But also, I was going to say, I never really got to, like – I kind of left because it was really tough love from Coach Aaron. Yeah. And I remember even in our games, like, even when I played with you, he was still on your ass about everything. Yeah. And I felt bad for you. But at the same time, it was also, like, I felt like he was kind of on everyone's ass. Yeah, no. And I didn't really like it because I don't like being yelled at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I left. And then after I left, and, it like, 
after playing for the Kings, I realized, wow, like Coach Aaron actually was a really good coach. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He he had so many good intentions with even if he was yelling at you, his intentions were so based off of like his love for you. Exactly. He knew the game. Like I played for the Kings before I joined Eurostar. Like I felt like I mean, it was a good the Kings were like a good introduction to AAU basketball for me. Like yeah. I enjoyed it. But I feel like it wasn't like good enough. Like it wasn't the program that would like really make me a better basketball player. So once I joined Eurostar, like I saw Coach Aaron, like he yelled at me. I didn't like it, but I could obviously see the progress I was making. Right. And like he told me, he told me about my progress. Like it was definitely noticeable. Like I got better and better for sure. And like I didn't get much playing time when I first joined, and then I ended up like starting. So like, just the development I saw myself mm-hmm. in, like even if I was getting yelled at, like, I really, like, enjoyed being there just because I was getting better. Mm -hmm. And then another thing is, like, once I started playing high school basketball, I've told you about, like, the experiences I've had. Yeah, it's been bad. Like, it's not, it's been bad, but, like, not in a, like, annoying, I mean, it's been annoying, but, like, all the coaches, they all care about you. Like, it's all out of love. Like, they just have different coaching styles and, like, the way I felt like my high school experience has been, I I like I like realize like wow I'm really taking Coach Aaron for granted like, mm-hmm. you know, he was great. Yeah, he was great, and I mean now there's not even a 2024 team, which mm-hmm. kind of makes me sad. But like, yeah, I think I was up to that point where I needed like a different team anyway. Team anyways to progress me like yeah play different types like different competition like yeah. I'm playing with kids who are like a year older than me. Right exactly. Now, who are already who have t- pl- like plenty of varsity experience and they're gonna make me better. So yeah, I would say even though Eurostar isn't a thing, I think for you it worked out for the best because let's say it was a thing. I think I'm sure it would have been in the back of your head like, oh, I can still pl- like do I play for Eurostar? Or do I play for the Magic? Mm-hmm. And I think Jake would have played for Eurostar, oh, especially I with his dad. T- I was. I was planning on playing for both. And oh, really? Yeah. Because That's tough. I did not want to leave Eurostar. Like, right. I loved it so much, but I also wanted to like get more exposure to the other competition exactly. and stuff. But Eurostar will always be my favorite like club team. Like, yeah. Not just like the basketball aspect, like the friends I made, like you, Jake, the entire all these team. people. Like, and like the trips we made, like. You weren't there, but we went for to Ireland. Ireland. Like, for Ireland. That was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I bet. Like, that was... We got to play against kids from, like, the other side of the country. Yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm following them on Instagram. Maybe I'll hit them up in, like, now or every now and then. Yeah. Like, I made friends that, I mean, I don't talk to often, but we'll know each other if we yeah. ever, like, talk to each other. Yeah. Like, we, can, we have something we can, like, talk about together about basketball and stuff. And it's, like, it's just really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. It's a great way to meet people for sure. And that's the thing. Like, I don't think Coach Aaron was like, he was focused on making us better, but he was also, he cared much more about the experience than other people did. Like, reaching, like, broadening, like, our basketball, like, not not knowledge, but, like, our experience because no other AAU coach would ever take you, like, out of the country. Yeah, that They're just going to take crazy. you to tournaments in state with, like, live periods college coaches right. watching coach Aaron was like I want you I mean he wanted us to have fun maybe he had a different approach to it mm-hmm. than some other coaches would but he definitely I think the way he did it was 
pretty solid to me. I, I think hearing, like, yeah, I think reflecting on after I'm not being coached by him anymore, it's really easy to see that it was, like, he was re- he was a really good coach. Like, mm-hmm. he developed everybody, so. Yeah, no, I'm going to have a connection with him for, like, the rest of my and life. And he, he probably went, he goes to our games. Yeah, exactly. He still cares so about So supportive, us. like. He's so supportive. He he goes wa- he goes to watch kids who, like, left the team in, like, eighth grade does or he seventh really great yeah he still cares yeah. about every single player he's ever he's ever coached yeah like, he's a good guy like yeah i really appreciate it yeah I, I actually like even though i left i still love like i'll still say what's up to him at games it's really nice yeah, to see definitely. him he was there when we got s- smacked by you guys that was yeah no we were there but like yeah he saw me you nemo kevin yeah like, kevin every, left early on everybody but they were still really like they're still talking. They're still cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was your um? Uh, this is a tough question, I'm sure, but what was your like favorite moment of your entire AU experience? Like, My, I'm sure it's probably with Eurostar. Yeah. It's, and would you say it's Ireland? I'm leaning towards Ireland. I'm trying to think of anything else. Like, I mean, it's got to be Ireland. Like, just like the bonds we made there. Like, yeah, it was really cool. Like. Coach Aaron's brother, Isaac, held a basketball camp in Ireland. And you can just see how, like, how far the game of basketball has reached. Like, it's a global yeah, game Yeah, that is wild. There's kids in Ireland. Like, there were some really good kids there. And, like, we got to play against, so like, different teams. Like, we played against a girls team who actually who was actually pretty good. Like, they, almost, they beat our younger team. Really? Yeah. And, like, we also played, like, this team called Colester, and they're like a pretty well-known club team mm-hmm. in Europe. Like, it's how like, you know how like in Europe they have like club teams that are affiliated with the pro teams. Mm-hmm. That's how it was. So like they were pretty well known. Damn. So like when we went, there were announcers, what? There were, like crowds, and it was just like really Holy cool crap. because those like the kids we were playing against, we went to camp with them. Like we played, we did to Isaac's basketball camp right. with them for a whole week. Like we became friends with them. Yeah. Like, but once the game turned on, like, we became, like, opponents. And yeah, we were you just going compete. at each other. We were yeah. having fun. And then right when the game was over, we had, we just became friends again. It was just, like, a really cool experience. Like, I have so many memories from Ireland. That's so that awesome. I'm never going to forget. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Um, transitioning into uh, the Nuggets. Oh, we're yeah. making a playoff run right now. Yeah. We're wearing the Nuggets shirt right now. We are... Uh, officially into the second round of the playoffs yeah. for anyone not falling. And uh, it's actually really great that we won the game last night at home. So I'm it's, feeling real good, yeah. It's 1-0 now, and last time. And all they were talking about when it was us versus the Suns was last time we last met time, up yeah. and how we lost in four. So we it was Suns in four last time, and now it's way different. So yeah. it's really good to see that we won a game. Yeah, it's like at least. I feel like the Nuggets are really like – not underrated they're obviously the first seed in the western conference but they're underappreciated by they the are man like Jokic, people call him like a boring player that's why he doesn't deserve mvp like that's sure. a stupid argument yeah it's super lame like if you watch him he's actually pretty fun to watch like they just like think he's slow and like it's not cool to watch yeah. him and like we're a small market team so we're not like We've never won a championship. Exactly. Like, no one, no, we're not gonna have like any bandwagon fans. So our fan base isn't huge. It's just the loyal fans. It's really loyal. And like, that's why we're so underappreciated. Like you have the Lakers and Warriors who have those large fan bases. They're at the bottom of the seating, but 
obviously you can't like take them lightly, but mm-hmm. they have way more fans. They're like, they're just disrespecting us, and so are like Suns fans because yeah, KD's there. Yeah, it's so lame. I um, I was at work the other day, and we were it was game five of the Timberwolves, which is mm-hmm. the first round. Yeah, and I found out that we weren't on national television. Oh yeah, no, and that like was so dumb. It's from our perspective. Obviously, it's super stupid, and I get it. Like it was the last, like it was pretty obvious we were gonna win the game. It, we were at home, and it mm-hmm. was the last game we had to win before we advanced. Yeah. But at the same time, like you're really not putting the one seed. You're you're saying the the best team in the NBA doesn't deserve a national TV spot. That to exactly, me is ridiculous. Yeah. Like it is ridiculous. Like we have bro, a two time MVP on exactly, our team. bro. Like he almost hardly, repeated, almost repeated. Too. Yeah, we hardly get any coverage. Whereas like the Warriors, like. They'll be on national television like every yeah, other no game matter in the what. regular season, which is like, I think playoffs wise this year, we're we're definitely the best in the West. Like, if we, I think Suns is our biggest competition mm-hmm. in the West, and if we get past that, then I think we'll make it to the finals. For I sure. agree. I because, agree. Because I mean, the Lakers, yeah, they're good. They got AD and LeBron, but I think our depth is unmatched. Yeah. And the Warriors, they're good. They're great. They're a great home team, but away they're like the worst in the league, and they are not beating us at home. Yep. So if it, if we do go seven games with the Warriors, we're winning it all. Like we're winning the series. So I would I would really be I would be nervous if we matched up with the Warriors yeah. just because I don't like I really hate the Warriors. But they're barely fighting off the Kings. I mean, the Kings are the second second seed, right? Yeah. But like, Kings have no playoff experience. No, like, and they're what's his name? Deant. Darren Fox. Darren Fox is injured, right? Yeah, I mean, I think he's okay, but yeah, he's he should be good. But, but like no. having a setback like that helps. I that think we've matters. been the most consistent team in the playoffs. Like, even though we've played the Wolves, the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. we dominated that series. We did. And the Suns, they played a unhealthy Clippers team. The Warriors and the Warriors and Kings is actually a really good series. But um, who did the Lakers play again? I'm forgetting. Um. The Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, yeah. I mean, Jaw was out for a few games. Mm-hmm. They didn't do bad, but I think we're still. I think I'd rank Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers. I mean, not Clippers. Nuggets, Suns. Nuggets, Suns, Lakers, Lakers, Warriors. Okay. As far as threat goes, I so I I heard. I actually haven't been keeping up. So last night, um, what was I actually don't know. Is the Warriors series in seven? Yeah, they played Did the tonight. Kings- so the Kings won the last game. Yeah, they played tonight, which is... Oh, my God. That's been a really fun series. We're going to have to watch that. Obviously, I'm rooting for the Kings. I am, too. I really don't like It'd the Warriors, It'd be cool dude. to watch them go far. And then, um, if and the Lakers, did they... they Lakers moved on. The, the Lakers moved on, okay. Glad so, I'm so happy the, the Grizzlies are out. I hated them. Why? I don't like... Well, obviously, Dylan Brooks. I just think they're like a cocky, cocky team. Yeah, they're young, they were cocky. So they're like... They're so annoying, but it's whatever. But I don't like the Lakers either, so yeah, it's it's I mean, kind of a lose lose. I don't like the Warriors either. Yeah, I don't like any of the teams in the West. I would like, be that's why I want the Kings. Exactly, the Kings. Maybe Kings Nuggets. Yeah, that would that be, would an be ideal. like yeah, but like people would find that series like so boring because those are two disrespected teams, right? There. Yeah, they two are small market. The one and the two just, seed, right there. Yeah, yeah, it's the one and two seeds, but people and you, would find and it they like would, they a would, terrible matchup. Like, exactly, they'd be like, this is so, is so boring. I was actually um that kind of leads me to, I think the reason and I was talking about this with uh an older dude, he was saying how like they think the Nuggets are boring to watch because even though Jokic is a two time MVP, he's a center. Okay? Yeah. 
And the NBA is like he was saying how as a younger kid, like from a young uh, point of view, you can relate more to a guard because you're not going to be a center, which this argument kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like if you're a guard and like even me standing at like I'm over six foot, but I still would never be as tall as Jokic. Mm-hmm. So it's like younger kids, they're going to go for like the Currys. They're going to go for the point guards like Trey Young. They're yeah, going to go for Damian Lillard yeah. because they can actually like relate to their game. So like if they see Damian Lillard, they'll be like, oh, he's short, but I can I could do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like if I practice my shooting enough, I could be like him. Yeah. But with Jokic, it's like they look at him like a completely different species. Like they they will never be as tall as Jokic, so they can't be like Jokic. Yeah, that's the thing like. Jokic isn't even a center. He's a he's yeah. a point guard. No, seriously. Like, that's something like like I know I can't play like Jokic. I don't have his size, but something I learned from him is like play at your own pace, like yeah. Whatever you do, if you if you play the right way, like you'll be able to succeed. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how fast you're going or mm-hmm. how athletic you are. Like that's something I see in Luka too, mm-hmm. who's a big guard, so yes. I can obviously relate to, but like there's something you can learn from any player that you like. Absolutely. That you watch. So. so I think, yeah, I think it's also, it's crazy because when you're watching any professional sport, you're not thinking about what goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But what goes on behind the scenes, in my opinion, is um, obviously the NBA is a multi-billion dollar like media company. Exactly. Yeah. And to market their brand, they're going to show Curry. They're like going to choose brand, the most exciting players. They're, yeah, they're going to sh- choose the most exciting players, and in the eye of the public, that just unfortunately is not Jokic. Yeah. So they're going to put the Warriors on the commercials. They're going to put Dame on the commercials. They're going to put the Lakers on the commercials because everyone knows those players. And like, I think it actually really does have a lot to do with position and fame. Like LeBron and Curry, two big, they're going to be the best, the most marketable players in the NBA yeah, until no they doubt. retire probably. Yeah. And it's just because... They're well-known by everybody, and they're both, well, I, I don't know the last time they actually, like, marketed a center to the public. Like, they're not showing Jokic highlights on NBA commercials. They're yeah. just not. It's, like, even Yeah, they're if, showing, like, Jamal Murray highlights. Yeah, but that's like, better. Obviously, he's still exciting, but, like, Jokic is the face of our team. No disrespect to Murray, but, like... Yeah. But Jokic is the face of our team. He's He's exciting to watch if you actually watch him play, and, like... People don't realize that because no one actually outside of Nuggets fans really watches our games. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing. Like, e- even though I hate Embiid with a passion, I think he's still disrespected, too, as a big. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think bigs overall are disrespected. They are. Like, it gets so toxic, the, like, com- like the debates between Jokic and Embiid. Like, it, yeah. It's kind of like you just want to appreciate both bigs because, like, They're bigs not are gonna... just so disrespected in the league. Like, yeah, and you're not, <laughs> like, Jokic and Embiid are, like, they they both of them run their teams and they're also you don't find that in any any other team exactly yeah. like what the big having a good big is so rare but People having a good really, point yeah. guard is not that rare let's yeah. be honest like there's plenty of point guards that can get buckets in the league but the not many guard. centers that can do exactly, what they're doing yeah because it's so hard at a height like that to be like coordinated and like be able to build like strength like you see like these tall seven footers who can't gain weight Mm -hmm. or they're like really uncoordinated and it's just hard like you can find a solid center who's like big and strong and can hold their ground at the bottom to grab rebounds but it's rare to find a center who can 
do a little bit of everything, like dribble, yeah. score, pass. Literally. And that's something both Jokic and Embiid can do. Like, yeah. two of the best bigs in and the And that's league. why they deserve the nominee for MVP, for sure. Yeah, and then that's another thing, like Giannis, too. Like, Giannis, I was going to say. He's kind. He's also disrespect. Like, people find him boring because he just dribble and dunk. But that's hard for someone to do at his height. Especially, yeah, he does it quick, too. Like, he's driving by quick guards. People don't, like, re- like bigs are taking over the game. And, like, no one even cares. Like, they're just like, oh, there's Curry, there's Tatum, there's these, yeah, these exactly. smaller guys who, like, they don't like. Who yeah. do you um, see going far in the East? East, I mean, Clippers and Sixers are matched up right now, right? Or is it? Well, aren't the Clippers in the West? Why would they I match mean, not up Clippers, uh, 76ers. 76ers Sixers and, and Celtics are going to Oh, that's a good matchup. Match and I think whoever wins that goes to the finals. I would agree with that. Um, an Embiid-Jokic finals would be crazy. Yeah, that would. Embiid's, I think he's out for the first game, so that's a big, that's going to be big for the yeah, Celtics. Yeah, that's huge. To, to win that game. And then, I don't know. It's going to be, because Celtics have already been to the finals. So, I think it's either, it's either going to be the Celtics or the Sixers. That's I agree with that. And regarding, like, the disrespect to the Nuggets, I mean, there's no better way to silence that than to go to the finals and win it i know if we so the people are gonna switch up so quickly oh they all 100 percent like if we were to win the finals or when when we win the finals all the bandwagons are gonna come yes bro like like, it's gonna be crazy crazy, how people are gonna switch up like one finals can do a lot for you they're really gonna go from not showing us on national tv to to being all these posts about us winning and but at the same time i won't be surprised if we stay like Disrespected next year. Disrespected next year, even if we win the finals. Like, Jokic winning MVP, it did a lot for us. Like, but we're still disrespected. Like, we have a back to back MVP on our team, and like, hardly anyone cares. Like, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, most boring MVP ever. He didn't deserve it. Like, they might say something about that if we win the finals or something. Like, yeah. Most boring finals ever or something like that. Yeah, they. Probably will. No, I think maybe once they watch us actually play, like, we'll, we'll earn our respect. I think, yeah, if that's the thing. If we reach the finals, everyone's going to be forced to watch us. Like, exactly. you're not going to yeah. not watch the NBA finals if you're a basketball fan. Yeah. So then we'll be able to showcase to way more people before that, like, this is, like, we can win games and we're, like, here now. Yeah, no doubt. And we need it, bro. We need it for this state. Like, we have never won a chip. We've never even... Have we even been to the finals? I think no, the stat is no. We haven't even been to the finals yeah. before. So, like, even making it there is a this, big step. This is a like, big year for us. Like, I mean, this is win or go. Like, yeah. this is win. We're, in yeah, a, you, we're a win now team. Like, yeah. We have our core. Like, I mean, Bruce Brown, he's been so good for us Yeah, this bro. Year. I like him But he's going to be a free agent next year, and I don't know if we're going to get him back. And right. He's been a vital piece to this team, and I think he's, he's like, a factor of how, if we get to the finals or not. And, like... If we lose him next year, I don't know how good we'll be unless if we find someone else that's that we can afford to bring back. Like, but yeah, if we this is a win now year and like, yeah, we have to win it this year. And yeah. I think winning now we could like it could make us a bigger market team and we could bring exactly. better players exactly. too. Like, like the Warriors, the Lakers, the Celtics, they can afford all these yeah, like, and we big time players. We can't like we're we're just down there and it's kind yeah. of unfortunate but yeah i mean so my god the same dude that i was talking about earlier he's a lakers fan mm-hmm. but he's not like a lebron 
fan. So yeah. he was just like kind of already a Lakers fan. Mm-hmm. And he was really trying to say that we didn't have much less of a budget than them. Like, bro, understand this. We paid Jokic so much money to be there, but that was like the largest piece of our uh, cap that we've probably ever spent yeah, we also on gave, Jokic. What, we're about to give MPJ a bag. Kicking in like next year or yeah. something. So and Jamal Murray's got got paid like that's our through like our core right yeah. there, and like it's kind of hard to build a supporting cast around it mm-hmm. with like how little money right. we have because but that's the thing like right now our like our bench is so young we have like Christian Brown like they're all in like still a lot of them are still on like their younger like deals like I mean we have veterans obviously like we have veterans who are like I mean not. Out of their prime, so they have they're getting paid less. Mm-hmm. We have young players who haven't reached their prime, so they're getting paid mm-hmm. less. So like that's how we're finding our exactly, way around it. Exactly. We have like solid role players, which I think is really important. Like a lot of these teams have like star players. Like I mean, the Suns spent all their money on KD and yeah. Booker and CP3, yeah. but they I guess they didn't have enough money to or find those underrated players like we have we've right. been able to. Yeah, I completely agree. I think. Um, but it, like, if we were to compare the Lakers and the Nuggets, it's like I, th- from my knowledge, the Lakers have way more money to spend than we do, bro. Yeah, no. Like, how the fuck are you gonna afford AD, LeBron, and all the other people that are still getting paid? Yeah, like, there's um, like no way the Nuggets would be able to afford both LeBron and AD. I yeah, feel like. no. Even like even with the check we're giving Jokic, Murray, and MPJ, that check is so much lower think, yeah. than LeBron and AD's combined. Like, bro. It's not a fair argument. I don't understand. I mean, so, obviously, we don't understand how, like, the market works in the NBA, but, like, there's no way it's fair. Like yeah, that. it can't. I think it's just like baseball. Yeah. Like any sport. Like, the, the more some teams just have more money because they get oh, more Oh, baseball sport. is just unfair because I'm pretty sure they don't even have a salary cap. Oh, really? So, like, the Yankees, the Red Sox, they can pay, they can pay whoever they oh, want as God. long as the owners are willing to spend that money. Okay, so that that's even worse. That's why ba- baseball is unfair. The Rockies are never <laughs> we're never going to win for a long time. Yeah, unless might. if we sell the team to some rich owner. I think that would probably be the only way because I don't know if in our lifetime we'll see them win. <laughs> the like, day that probably, happens, man! Oh my god, that that will be the best that would day. Be so incredible. That would be incredible. Like there's no like vision. You can't even see them winning no. for a long no. time. Like I don't see a way. There's no way right now. It's crazy how 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 they still have how the Rockies still have fans like. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I like, think it's I just the baseball like, fans now. They used to like, like even when we were so bad, like we would they would still sell out games apparently, but then recently I think they had like, the lowest attendance like ever. As Is it a game. was it really? Yeah. So like. They're, it, it's reaching that point where they're gonna lose all their fans, which it's, is pretty unfortunate. It's like there, there's no more uh, big named players that we have anymore. Like especially after mm-hmm. that dumbass Arenado trade, oh, okay. Trevor Story. I mean, we have Mayhew, Chris Bryant, everybody, bro. but like Chris Bryant, he's he fell not off. good enough yeah. to like carry. A, he's no. not in his prime anymore. Yeah, exactly. he's here to retire, but he got paid, and that's so lame, bro. I don't yeah. even know. But um. For this next section, uh, can you move the mic closer to you? Yes. Um, yeah, and you can still lean back. That's, right. that's yeah. better. So um, we're juniors. Mm-hmm. We're about to go into college soon. Yeah. What are your plans for college, and where do you want to go? College, I mean, I haven't looked too much into it, but I we've talked about this. I want to go to UCLA. Yep. That'd just be really cool. 
Um, because I mean, I feel like their academic and social life, the balance between the two really is like good. really, really good. Um, as far like as far as what I want to study and stuff, I'm not like set on anything mm-hmm. yet. But location wise, I know I want to go out of the state. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards like West Coast, mm-hmm. um, East Coast maybe. Just want to go like one of the coasts or somewhere like yeah. cool. I want like a big school in like a city or something. Or a city nearby where 100%. I can like, enjoy my life exactly. like, as a college student. We've talked a lot about UCLA. Yeah. Um, are there any other schools, like, let's say, because right now our main plan, and I'm not going to reveal too much because I feel like it's kind of jinxing it, but <laughs> yeah. obviously we're both trying to go to UCLA to some extent. Definitely. Um, what's your What's your backup plan? Like, what's um, your backup schools looking like right now? I mean, obviously, I'm going to have both CU and CSU in there. As I think options. those are two schools I can get into for sure. 100%. So I'm going to put those in so I have a place to go if I don't get anywhere right. else. Right. But, um, like I told you, I went to Texas recently during spring mm-hmm. break. I saw UT Austin or University of Texas, which I thought was a really cool school. But that's also hard to get in. Like, mm-hmm. they have a 30% acceptance rate, which is, like, decently like it's in it's not bad yeah but 90 percent of the students they accept have to be from texas i know that's so that makes it like the acceptance rate for out-of-state students like 10 percent yeah that's still really hard to get into yeah it's even harder than ucla that was a school like i really liked and i'm like i would be happy going there because it's right in downtown austin it's literally that is so sick it's like kind of hidden but like once you you can, like, see, like, their football stadium mm-hmm. and stuff from downtown. But once you, like, walk into the campus, it's huge. Like, right. you don't even notice it when you're, like, outside of the campus and in <laughs> in the city. But, like, it's still – it's it's a really good location for me, and I think the academics are good, too. So. Yeah, I think – so is location a main factor for you? I think so because I don't want to be, like, just spending my whole life in, in college just you don't on campus. Be. Where, like, you can't really do anything. 100%, bro. Like, I want to be able to go out and have fun. Yes. Like, because I don't want to waste, like, it's four, four or years, even more whatever. years of yeah. my life just sitting there and doing nothing. Like Yeah, I feel that. Location yeah. is huge, bro. Like, that's yeah. why we both relate to UCLA is, like, I think weather is huge for me, too. Weather I'm is, I'm not yeah. trying to go somewhere with bad weather. I mean, um, yeah. And Colorado low-key fits into that category for me. <laughs> yeah. Cause like that shit is how so it is in like the East Coast bipolar. too. It gets so cold. It does there. get cold over there. But like my sister, she goes there. She says she enjoys it like a lot, even if it's cold. Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's things to do like even like indoors. So I guess that's okay. But yeah, being West Coast where it's sunny, that's like the year best round. You can get that's awesome. Like yeah. you go to the beach whenever you want. Exactly, like, that's something I would enjoy. Yeah, because. I like the East Coast as a backup plan for you. Like, if you were to um, consider the East Coast. But what we're saying here is, like, the West Coast has everything to offer. Because exactly, it's yeah. got – it's not only does it have the stuff to do in the city, but then you add the extra element of nice weather, and it just puts it all together. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why UCLA or any UC school I would be content with. Yeah, like, there for sure. UCLA is literally in, like – hollywood yeah like it's it's, like going it's like to school in a rich neighborhood exactly with all the influencers bro like you have you could do anything there like you could go to what's it santa monica pier yeah the hollywood like boulevard walk or whatever like there's so much to do there and i think like even just on campus it's like a good social life there and that's something i I value like yeah i also want like a good sports team obviously that's not like 
my main priority. Yeah. But being able to like go watch sports games with I your feel friends that. that would be really. I fun. feel that, especially because from a basketball standpoint, they're freaking solid right now. So yeah. It would be it would be really fun to be there. I yeah. I don't see like it puts a smile on my face even thinking about going there. Yeah. Like it just it just like has everything to offer. What about you? We're like what other options are you looking at? Um, I'd say my backups are um somewhere in the south. I so for my spring break, mm-hmm. saw uh Clemson and Tennessee and yeah. uh Vanderbilt, which is like in the city of Nashville, but yeah. uh, Vanderbilt's freaking expensive, so I'm not <laughs> yeah. considering that. Um, but yeah, I think it's interesting because my backup schools are actually, I think Tennessee is in like a, a town. I would say it's more like a boulder. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a huge city. There'd be stuff to do, but it's not a huge city. Yeah. And Clemson actually was kind of isolated. Like I low-key don't know what else is around Clemson. Yeah. But I would love to go there because the vibes were so good and like yeah. the weather's great and everything. So I'd probably say Deep South is my backup. Um, I like that. I don't know though. Look, like, I would love to stay with at least some people I know. So if yeah. if you and me either both got in to a California school or both didn't get in, I would love to go to see you with you. Like if oh, yeah. if it came down to it, I would still be willing. Like, bro, that's that's a top five school in the country in terms of like a campus that's beautiful and everything. Yeah, no, like like some people have talked about it. Like CU, obviously is a great school but like it'd be great to go with some friends that you know but yeah i don't want to go with too many people because i feel like at that point i wouldn't really like reach out to new people mm-hmm. like everyone's saying like, it, cu is kind of like high school part two yeah because you're going with so many kids you already know and like i mean the vibes are like f- kind of feel similar to how it is at east i feel it's like so true but like obviously it's not a bad school i'll go there if i if i have to yeah and i'll be happy with that decision it's just I feel like I want to, like, experience something new. Obviously, I'd love to, like, have some friends along with me. Mm-hmm. But I also want to, like... Go meet new people. Keep, go meet new people, try new things. And, like, I think that's really important also. I think it's super important. And I've heard from a lot of adults that, like, their closest friends were people they met in college. So... Yeah. Um, it's it's crazy because think about it this way. Instead of thinking about CU as a uh, East Part 2... It's almost like a McAuliffe Part Three. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Literally, McAuliffe East and East McAuliffe are so are, yeah, similar. Pretty like, similar. Those those two schools took like, I know a lot of Northfield kids went to McAuliffe, but um, I'd actually be interested to see like the ratio of how many kids went to McAuliffe. Yeah, and I didn't even hate that transition from like McAuliffe to East. So yeah. I mean, East to Boulder, like obviously, it'd be like the same in. cycle for you. But like, yeah, no. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, I forgot, but I think it's kind of, I didn't even like, you just gave me a whole new reason, like a whole new thought process. Like, wow. See, you would have so many people we already know. Yeah. Like that does not, I feel the same way. I don't think that excites me as much. Like the, a quarter of, I don't know if it's a quarter, but like a lot of kids from East are going there. Yeah. But like, even if they go there, you'll. Their campus is so huge. You're going to meet new people, obviously. Yeah. So, like, the sad truth is, like, some people you're close with right now, you're probably never going to talk to ever again yeah. once you leave yep. high school. Even if you go to the same school as yep. them, like, yep. there's a chance you just never talk to them. That's why, like, making friends in college is so important because that's, like, the last step of, like, your large social life. It really is. Before you head into, like, work and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
I think that's where you build, like, your lifelong relationships. I completely agree. My parents, like, I don't really know if, like, they talk to... I mean, my parents... It's a little different for my parents because they were in Taiwan. Like, my mom has high school friends that she hardly talks to. But mm-hmm. when, she, when she goes back to Taiwan, she'll talk to them. Mm-hmm. But, like, for my dad, who came, like, during high school, I don't really hear him, like, meeting up with old high school friends or anything. It's mm-hmm. all it's all his college friends that we, like, meet yeah. up with now and then, so... I think it's definitely dependent on the person, too. Like, <clears throat> for me, I would never want to lose, like, obviously now I would never want to lose any friendships that I have going right now. Yeah. And it's kind of like middle school. So middle school to um, high school, I'm almost certain everybody lost some friends. Like, oh, yeah. No, there's kids, like, I see at East that, like, I talked to, to be friends, school, but with. I'll walk just right past them without saying anything exactly. to them in the hallways, like. It is just it's so just, weird. It changes so quick, bro. Things change really quickly. <clears throat> but um, I would say I would definitely, like, especially with you, Jake, and Mason, and then building well, on I don't from think that, our friendship's ever going to Yeah, I don't think that, like, those types of friendships I'll always put effort into because yeah, no, definitely. it's so, it's it's so some, important to It's me. valuable, yeah. But I think the people that you're friends with in class, those, those are the are people that you're going to most likely not uh talk to yeah it's the people who you don't really like hang out with outside exactly or like exactly i mean you might hang out with them outside of school like every now and then but like if you don't hang out with them often if you're not like that close yeah if you're not close with them chances are chances yeah because everyone's gonna find new friends in college Mm -hmm. that they're gonna be spending like every single day with they're gonna see them a lot just on campus and like the way you live college versus high school is so different it is and like college, it's more, it's where the friendships like actually build. So I agree, man. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. But to touch back on um, junior year, how's mm-hmm. that been going for you? Um, it's been all right. I mean, it's definitely been my toughest year. But I completely agree. It I is think tough. I'm I'm getting through it pretty well. So yeah, I just got to push through. Like I have AP testing next week. So like once AP testing is done, I think I'm set for junior year. Mm-hmm. So. Like that's so crazy to think up, about, man. Yeah, I mean we're it's we're, moving fast. We're a week at, or not a week. We're a month out of being God, done man. with with like I know uh, coming in, I was really nervous because it was like oh it's the hardest year and it it probably has been the hardest year. I mean mm-hmm. there's no doubt you know, but at the same time, um, within this last month, I really want to focus on like I know it's hard. But you're only a junior for a, one year of your entire life. Yeah. So yeah. like enjoying it at the same time, gotta find that balance. So like, you, I've been trying to not focus on how hard it is and trying to focus on like, how can I make this the best year that I can before it's too late and like you just move on to the next chapter of your life as a senior. Like, you only get one junior year. That's it. Like you get one junior year in high school. How are you gonna remember it? Or as the person that like always focused on how impossible it was or the person that got through their work like you and me are and Mm -hmm. also had a lot of fun doing it like I think that's really important so yeah I think junior year is the biggest like shift in high school because like you're an upperclassman now from sophomore to junior you realize oh shoot I'm about to go to college I gotta start thinking about that yeah but at the same time oh I'm getting my license I can go wherever I want right like, I think this is a year, like, I've really, like, gone out the most, been the most sociable. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't really go out much freshman and sophomore year, mm-hmm. but now 
I think I'm reaching out more. So that's awesome. Like that's a thing. Like it's not just, it's just like junior year. It's not just academically challenged, but like just like it's the biggest change and that you're gonna go through in high school. So I feel like it's just like a lot to handle, not in a good or bad way, but it's just a big shift and like it that's is. what makes it tough. But it's, it's huge, enjoyable, yeah. And especially for college, um, I think you and me have done a great job with uh, realizing this, but I just remember, like, going into junior year, a lot of, every, like, all the adults would just keep telling us, this is, colleges look at this year, bro. Yeah, because this, this, this is the is year, the year before at. you apply. And that's they what, won't, yeah, exactly. they don't really look at your senior year they don't grades as much, when you no. apply. They look at your junior year because that's the most recent grades you mm-hmm. have. And mm-hmm. I feel like, like even with letters of recommendation, you kind of have to like gas up the teachers and stuff, like yep. or like build connections yep. with them. I don't know if I've really done that. Like I've just been there trying to focus on getting good grades, and that's also important. So, but like I feel like I'm, I don't know about like letters of recommendation, but I think I'll find teachers who I'll be comfortable. Yeah, there's definitely. For, but I think if like, you've got know. A's in their class, they recognize that. They'll, yeah, they'll appreciate You've been you. trying hard yeah. and everything. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I, if for anyone younger watching, it came as a surprise to me when I heard that uh, junior year is more important in senior year in terms of grades. So if you're going into junior year, like, lock in, bro. This is the year you got to – this is the year that they're going to be looking at when you apply for college. So just take it seriously um it if you do if you do it right it'll all work out in your favor so yeah no. super important even if like done. you're younger than that it, it it's not a bad move to start focusing on college like early like freshman yeah. year like joining clubs or not joining clubs but like doing like extracurriculars don't mm-hmm. just focus on school like mm-hmm. do stuff you enjoy like mm-hmm. play a sport or find something you can really commit to and mm-hmm. like be passionate about it and that's something they like, like to that's see something it. that's really important yeah they really like to see the commitment piece so yeah exactly yeah um i was gonna ask um have you had a favorite moment of this year this year oh this year's been pretty wild i mean you know like i can't really think of like fun stuff with all like the bad stuff that's but been you would say like school. the most memorable piece is gonna be the that's kind of sad like i'm gonna remember this year as like a bad year but like my most enjoyable part was probably just making all like these friends that I have and like Mm -hmm. going out with them yeah no like just like the shootings and stuff it just invades my mind when you think of like what's happened this year it's pretty crazy it's how many has it been three I mean one student got shot like at the rec center and then Luis he was unfortunately shot like on the street in mm-hmm. front of our school and then it moved inside to our school. So that's just something you're not going to forget. Like mm-hmm. that's something traumatic you live through. And like, I think that's something that's going to stick with me more than anything else that's happened this year. That is really unfortunate. And yeah. I, w- I really do want to go into that because the school shootings are, uh, it's not even just school shootings, it's normal shootings. And I told this to my dad. Uh, it's like every time... I look at the news, it's another shooting. Mm-hmm. And there's multiple. Yeah, and the more and you I think, see it, like, the less surprised exactly. you are. Like, oh, a it's shooting It's not surprising happened. anymore. Yeah. It's really not. And it's really sad to think about because 
what I was, what I realized is, if when I see this shooting on the news and it's like, oh, okay, fifteen people died, like a pretty bad one. Mm-hmm. This is the one I was looking at. Um, it was like some birthday party or something, yeah. right? So all of these people died, and we're completely used to it as a country. Yeah. And so those people don't get the recognition yeah. for what they were doing. Exactly. So like, I remember at McAuliffe when there was. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but when we made the heart with all the oh, students. Yeah. After, uh, what was it, Sandy Hook, I think? Yes. That was when we all, like, recognized the lives of those people. Yeah. Like, individually. Like, even if it was five seconds of silence or whatever it was, it was like, we recognized that you guys should have never been in that position. We recognized that you were, like, all good human beings. And so now it's we don't even do that shit because it's every fucking day. Yeah, no, and then, like, the moment a shooting happens, they don't even, like, they hardly even, like, acknowledge the lives that were lost. Exactly. Instead, they turn to, like, politics and stuff, which is, it just, every shooting just divides the country more and more. Exactly. Like, when uh, when Luis was shot, our whole school, like, came together. We built a community. Like, we stood outside in front of the E, put flowers on it. We stood mm-hmm. out there for, like, an hour just to remember him. Mm-hmm. But then behind you, there's just cameras everywhere from, like, every news source. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, they'll talk about Luis for a second, but then they'll just switch to, like, is it time for change? Is it time for that? And then after the next shooting when our deans got shot, I had to go pick up my backpack the next day. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, dragged into this little pref- press conference thing. And they were like, what's your plans on how are you going to change the future? I'm like, I don't even know, like... I'm just a high schooler. Yeah, like, I'm not worrying about out. my future right now. Yeah. Like, why are you asking me these questions? I'm like, they didn't even ask a single question about our deans. Like, are they okay or anything like that? They're just like, how are you going to change the future? So, and I talked about it. I'm like, so dumb. we have kids marching to the Capitol who are pushing for change. Like, I really respect them. And they're like, what are you, like, they're like, what do your parents think about you guys making change in the future? They're like, we're sorry we failed your generation. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just trying to survive. I'm just trying to go to school, dog. Like, like, I don't think my parents are worried yeah. about me, like becoming like a politician or something. I yeah. think I'm pretty sure they're more worried about if I lost my life or not. And like that was just pretty weird because, and then there was a student next to me who was in that press conference. He's like, "Yeah, this shooting happened. You guys are talking about changing stuff." He's like, "But we have to know that two of our deans got shot. Mm-hmm. They have lives, and like, mm-hmm. they almost died." So right. like. It's just annoying how they just, like, turn away from the people who, like, they're like objects now. They're like, oh, this happened. Mm-hmm. What, what are we going to do about it? I would have so. never known that's what it was like, so thank you for sharing Yeah, that. no, it's, it was weird. That's but. so crazy. Um, Just to think that there, like, there's a time to talk about change, and there's a time not to talk about change. And I think yeah. right after someone's been shot, that's it, probably it not really the time to bring up politics, but like, bro. I had, like, someone who was who got dragged in by another news source, like, I saw them, and then I asked them, like, what were they asking you about? They're, like, they were asking us these weird questions that we answered, but, like, they're, like, but they were shoving words into our mouths, like, they didn't even let us say what we wanted to say. Oh, my God. So, like, they were just trying to, like, push their own, which is weird, but it's, (laughs) like, let us mourn, God. I would just like to say It's a really negative thought, but, like, if we were, if someone close to us were to be shot, mm-hmm. like, if you were f- actually friends with um, 
what was Louis? Louis, yeah. Louis. So people who are actually friends with Louis, and I know a few kids that were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, me too. You know, he he literally passed away from that, mm-hmm. and they didn't cover it probably like not as much as they should have at least. I mean, yeah. they're literally going in there asking you after the second time how we're going to change this. So instead of all these people that actually knew him watching the news and the news being like, how are we going to change it? That would make me so incredibly sad because yeah. Louis, Luis is more than uh, just another victim. He like, think about, I think I just like to think about it this way. I mean, you are living your own life. Mm-hmm. We're talking about junior year. We're talking yeah. about college. We're talking about basketball. We're talking None about of all this guaranteed. Shit. Like we're talking about all this shit that we're gonna do. Yeah. And Luis had the same shit going on. Exactly. And now he's gone. Yeah. He doesn't. And now we don't even recognize that he had all these plans for himself. Exactly. And yeah. all these family members that cared about him, all these friends that cared about him. Yeah. And then a shooting happens. Ten of those people, ten of those people's goals, aspirations, family, friends are now all affected. They're gone. All yeah. of his goals, all of his, his entire future is gone because he's gone or she is gone. So, And then the news is going to come out here and not even recognize those people. They're just going to recognize the number, and we're, then we're going to go to, okay, hey, let's go yeah. ahead and change it, which we haven't done in how many fucking years? Like, bro, each person has a life, and every time, if there's a shooting where 10 people die, think about how much life you've just lost. Yeah, and how much, how many li- other lives it impacted? Exactly. And like, some s- news sources did mention Luis, but I feel like the way they mentioned Luis was to use him as a like a turning point for change. Like they're gonna use him to like for sympathy points or something. Like, oh, someone died. Let's change something. Like, yeah, they don't talk about how what type of person he actually was. Only. Our, only his friends and his family was doing that. Like we marched to the Capitol, we talked about Luis, but mm-hmm. others aren't. They're just using him to like progress in a way. But the truth is, like nothing's even changed. Like, I was gonna say they're gonna do all this for nothing. I was to gonna say because everyone's so divided on the topic. Exactly. Like, all that we've done, we're wearing student IDs around our necks after shootings. Like so that doesn't make you feel any safer no. because. The kid who shot was a student. Was a student. And, I mean, at the same time, he needed help. Yeah. Like, he had friends at that school. Yeah. And he took his own life. He was in trouble. Like, he obviously had something going on. He needed help. Like, and now some people lost their friends and realized what he's done. Like, that takes a large mental toll on people. Like, it's just sad. It's super sad. And I think the... The even more frustrating part was after, I don't remember if it was the second one, but we did a little walkout. Mm-hmm. Oh, the national walkout, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. Where, um, so after you, you guys went to the Capitol, what, twice? Yeah, twice. And then we had a national walkout where, like, every high school was going to Yeah, that's right. Go we didn't participate stand outside. One, because you had already done already everything. Had done, you yeah. had already gone to the yeah. Capitol. You don't need to just stand yeah. outside. Yeah. Right? Um, and it, we literally just, uh, just straight up just walked around the school and, uh, shouted some words and, and I, all I was thinking, like people were la- like, I was laughing a little bit and it was just not, um, I was laughing more at the fact that like 
I love how I just don't understand how we're going to talk about change and then us yelling shit is going to change anything. Yeah, exactly. And then they had this little moment where we would all, we all sat on the field and they go they would go ask people to like they said any volunteers who want to go up and speak about this like go ahead. And obviously I commend the people that went up and spoke but it's the same damn thing. Like you were, all, everyone was saying the same thing. Like, oh, we're scared. I have siblings that are scared. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this happening? Yeah, it's the same shit. Like, we first of all, we can't even really do anything about it. Yeah, no. But also, I don't understand how a, a walkout is going to just stop it. And I think it's pretty pointless. I think what you guys did is way more commendable because you're going to try and at least get the attention of the legislators. But yeah. I mean all that talk about change for what? Yeah, like we we tried our best like we got covered on the news like there's like students walk out from east and then like under the social media posts they were being like so they're like anything to skip school I guess or they're wow, like bro. they're wow. like I bet half of them didn't even know Luis. Wow. So like we but it was cool seeing like all of my classmates like argue back with those people on social media like yeah we're actually trying to do yeah. something like i'm sure they were pissed and people just like don't recognize that they think we're just like little kids like like we're we are trying to make change like even though that's not like something we should be having to do as yeah. high schoolers literally and it's kind of upsetting because like people don't recognize us for that like some people some people see us as like immature little kids and others see us like we have to fix the future like that's so like give us I don't know. Yeah, it's like that that attitude of uh still thinking that we're like stupid or in it for the wrong reasons like assuming that even for one person to assume that you're going to a walkout to skip school is um like that's just that attitude of like oh they they're they're just dumb kids who want to get out of school. They don't actually care about it. Yeah, I think But they're like, not even in the damn position, bro. Like yeah. I bet that those people have never been in a school shooting where someone in their own school died. They've There's never no had way. to have a lockdown drawer or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, and you're going to try and tell us that we're skipping school yeah. for it. Like, like bro, they're calling us immature, but I think we've We're I more mature we're, than we're you. We're way more mature than they are at this point because I wish we didn't have to be like I wish yeah. we could just live our lives as kids, but the truth is we've been exposed to like a lot of different things that didn't exist in the past. Obviously, every generation's had things they've had to deal with that other generations don't. But like as far as this topic goes, they don't have the right to speak on it because they never experienced it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's I don't know what else. It's a bad. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's just pretty, pretty negative shit. Yeah. Um. I feel like we should definitely end it on a positive note. Yeah. Let's go with, um, let's talk about some summer. Yeah. What are your summer plans? Um, like, are you going to go anywhere? Well, we got some AU tournaments coming up. Yup. I'm going to that basketball camp, the PGC. PGC. Um, but then after that, we're pretty open. Uh, I'm p- pretty sure I'm going to go to Taiwan mm-hmm. to see my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um think i'm gonna go, we might go like on a camping trip with some of our friends Ooh. or something oh i actually you i think i might be a yeah. part of that yeah I'm, that I'm would excited. be really fun yes that hopefully would be so i can fun. make that i think that's like happening right after school ends so oh really they're or, like, trying to plan that around shit right that, now yeah. or like right after memorial day gotcha. weekend. so in like a couple of months or something but mm-hmm. we're not good at planning so yeah 
I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Yeah. But that would be fun. Um, yeah, so basketball, Taiwan, camping. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And then you? you and I have talked about doing a lot of volunteering yeah. over the summer. Or just go out to do something. like. It is just something to do, yeah, yeah. like volunteering um, so that we can kind of build up that resume for yeah it's time to start pushing ucla baby find a way to get into college and then oh my god this made me a little frustrated but um the other day my mom was like so um yeah over the summer we're gonna um it's time to start writing those essays oh yeah all right bro like thanks for bringing that up for me because that that doesn't that sound oh my god bro like i thought that was first semester of senior year and I get it. Like I can get a head. Like we should probably both get a head start on that. Yeah. But um. Uh, that God, there's so much that goes into the college application process, especially if you're trying to go to a school like UCLA. So we'll both be on the grind there. Yeah. Just I trying feel like to once you fill that thing out, like you're gonna realize something that you like missed or like you forgot to do, like during your co- uh, high school. Mm. Once you fill out that application, period, like, oh, I should have done this, like, right, but it's kind of late now, so yeah, just time to enjoy yourself before exactly. it's too late. So yeah, I mean, it's, I'm sure there's gonna be things we could could have been like, oh, I wish I had done this, but at the end of the day, after this summer, bro, I'm thoroughly convinced that we will have, like, I'm not like I'm not we're not trying to have any regrets, so mm-hmm. yeah, after no. this summer, I'm pretty confident that we're gonna know like we've done what we could. I have like, no doubt we're both gonna get into college, so we're fine. It's not like yeah, make or break if we don't get into no, UCLA. not so, at like, all, obviously, no. we're gonna have fun, we're gonna be okay, our future's fine, yeah, so. either way, yeah, um, well, I think with that being said, we did get through a lot, then there was some stuff left, but I think that was a. Uh, one of my favorite episodes I've ever had. Yeah, that was so, fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Um, first episode since uh, January, and it was a really good one. Yeah. So I'd like to uh, thank everyone who listened to the entirety of this episode, which is pretty unlikely, but uh, <laughs> thank you. And um, we outie. We outie 5,000. See ya.